Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Bring me your sadness, Cowboy fan. Yesterday we did what Cowboys all in 2024 looks like. But the odds of Cowboys doing all of those things are probably super low. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Which is just look at where we are, who we got, who's leaving, who we got to bring back, what are the draft needs, all of the things. 40 minutes from kickoff of the NFL teams who get to keep playing football. We'll talk about trying to fix this dumb team. Sad, huh? All right, rock and roll. What's up, everybody? Thanks to everybody who jumped in immediately. You're a bunch of heroes. Just a bunch of heroes. All right, I pieced it all together. I've got everything here. All their free agents that are leaving, who we want to bring back, the draft picks that we have and that I think we'll have, what a starting lineup looks like today, what are the massive areas of need, what are the kind of areas of need, and what are we going to do about it? Hello, David from Abilene. Multiple Davids in here. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Jeff, I think this starts at the line of scrimmage, both O-line and D-line. Oh, we got a San Diego man in the building. Yeah, we are going to have to do some of that. Now, Alec, you can't come in here and say they need to extend Dak and try to send me into a Dak tailspin before this thing even gets started. For crying out loud. Any comments on Micah and CD family members, LOL? Um, yeah, the Dak thing is easy to me, but I know people are still very raw about it. The Dak thing is pretty easy to me. I would extend DAG so that I can add players. That's what I would do. That's what I think they're going to do. But I get it. Like, I don't want to have the DAG, but I get it. If you're disappointed in slow postseason starts and his performance in both Niner games and the Packer game, like, I get it. If you think this, this thing is in the uh, Alex Smith world where the Chiefs were able to make the playoffs... And then they upgraded quarterback and won all the Super Bowls. If that's where you're at, that's okay. I ain't mad at you. I ain't going to Dak fight you today. I ain't going to do it. Um, Brent, I saw you talking about how it'd be nice to get a good performance from the D in the playoffs. Didn't they get that last season in both games? Last year, they got a pretty good performance against the 49ers. But they're also playing against a 49er team that was favored to beat them and did. So I get it. You're upset that you lost to a team that you were favored to beat. And that sucks. That sucks. And if we're mad at the quarterback, that's okay. I ain't mad at you. Leighton Vander Esch. I don't know if Leighton Vander Esch will be back. I would not be surprised if he's done playing football. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, as far as all of the family members talking, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. CD's mom talking about Dak Prescott. I don't care. We just live in a world now where everyone has social media and there's so many fans that can find people's social media that CeeDee Lamb's mom being mad becomes a story or Micah Parsons' brother talking about Micah wait till he's gone or they're trying to hold down his value. Two guys who it's so hard to pretend anyone's trying to hold down your value is the guy that led the NFL in targets and catches, right, in CD, And the guy who the Cowboys play almost full-time at the position that pays more. You're not holding down anyone's value by playing him at the spot that makes him the most money. So 
I don't know. Uh, let's see. What are we doing with Lyle Collins? I bet he'll be here for camp. Offseason doesn't start until Tad hops in. Tad's already hopped in. Tad's hopping in saying he wants Dak out of out of Dallas. But Dallas, but Dak loves this team, the organization in the city, but he wishes he could get him out of here because of the fan base. <laughs> it's wild. It's all wild. Anyway, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. And all of this depends on what you do with Dak. Because if you just left Dak alone and you said, nope, you're going to play it out and then you're out of here, or hell, you could, I guess, cut him. And you could, that'll get you 25 or 30 million saved. You'll have to pay it again next year while he's not here, along with other voided years from it, don't matter. It would cost you a lot, a lot of money for multiple years. Who will have a bigger draft input, the coaches or the scouts? Both. I wish they wouldn't. That's one of the things that the Cowboys do. Some of these picks are Dan Quinn. Some of them are Mike McCarthy. Some of them are Bones Fossils. They do a lot of that. Jerry listens to a lot of people. Jeff, have you listened to the Red, Red, the Red Rising series? Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're a little bit on the struggle bus here as the Cowboys, and we got to figure out how are we going to fix this thing. So let's take a look at the positions of biggest need, who's gone, all the things. So Cowboys free agents this year. Are we ready? Lawrence Armstrong and Dante Fowler are free agents as edge players. Both of them are free agents. If they cost nothing and you want to bring one or both of them back for depth, cool. But for the most part, not really worried about it. Defensive tackle, Jonathan Hankins and Neville Gallimore are free agents, which means your starting defensive tackles at the moment are Osa Odigizua and Mozzie Smith. You are going to be counting on Mozzie Smith to take a jump and be somebody. You're going to be counting on that. Cornerback, your free agents, Stephon Gilmore, Jordan Lewis, Noah Igbenogany, C.J. Goodwin. I love that they list C.J. Goodwin as a corner. He's a special teamer. They would never put him on the field on defense, but they, they just had to list him somewhere. Um, So your cornerback room at the moment is not good enough. We need help there. We need help at defensive tackle. We need depth at defensive end slash edge. Jaron Curse is a free agent, and although I think that he's probably a sweet man, I'm good there. We can move it along. Offensive line, Tyron Smith, Tyler Biotish, Chuma Idoga, free agents. Biotish would be interesting because the question is, what does that cost you? Idoga, you just find the next Chuma Idoga. That one didn't work out so great. And Tyron Smith, well, we'll get there, but he's a free agent at the moment. Would you trade Gallup for a fourth? Yes. Uh, running back, Rico Dattle is a free. No, I'm sorry. Rico Dattle is a restricted free agent. So if you want him, he'll be yours. It's not like there's going to be a big market where somebody's be like, I bet you won't match this contract. Tony Pollard's a free agent. And unless he is on the super cheap, have a good one. Sean McEwen's a free agent at tight end. So out of all of those guys, there is one guy that I would prioritize bringing back, and it's going to make a lot of people angry. Uh, and that's Tyron Smith. I would bring back Ty Tyron Smith in a heartbeat. Eight to $10 million for a guy who played really good left tackle for 12 games, easy money. Tyron Smith, bring him back. Out of all of those other guys, I do think if you go through their depth chart currently, you're going to find you might want to bring back one of the corners, and I think I would do Jordan Lewis. 
let Deron Bland stay outside. Trayvon Diggs comes back. I just worry about Stefan Gilmore as getting old in the league happens really fast at corner. And you could tell running on the whole, I would say he had a solid year. It was nice to have him, but another year further down the line for a guy that was struggling a little bit with speed. Yeah. Oh, Marcus is in the super chat. Thank you, Marcus. Wisconsin running back Braylon Allen in round two. Thank me later. If you want to take a second round running back, that's cool. Or third or, well, we got to go over their draft picks, by the way. Cowboys draft picks in 2024. Here's what we have to work with. We have the 24th overall pick. In the second round, we had the 56th overall pick. In the third round, we have the 88th overall pick. Then we have two seventh round picks. One, two, three, seven, seven. Now, I believe you will add two sixth round picks for Dalton Schultz being gone and Connor McGovern being gone. Maybe that'll be a fifth and a sixth, or it'll be two sixth. So you'll be one, two, three, six, six, seven, seven. That's what you have to work with with your draft picks. What does the Cowboys offense look like right this second? If they had to go line up today at left tackle, I guess it would be Matt. Well, let's go. But what we're going to do is we're going to say left tackle is empty. Left guard is Tyler Smith. Center is empty. Right guard is Zach Martin. Right tackle is Terrence Steele, who you really need to have a much better year than he just did, but he will be here. So now at center, Brock Hoffman. TJ Bass, dudes that are already on the roster, young guys, maybe somebody could take the job. Left tackle, I just don't think there's anyone to go do that job, and that's why you bring back Tyron Smith. And you're not done. You're not done. And you don't build your team as if he's going to be available all the time. You use a premier pick or free agency money for another offensive lineman. And we'll get... um, We'll get to a warning that I have. In a minute. Quarterbacks on the team right now would be obviously Dak. You have Trey Lance. You have Cooper Rush. I think, to me, it's a no-brainer to release Cooper Rush, even though it's only $2.something million you're saving. But then Trey Lance is in the backup spot, and if anything were to happen, you get to see him play. Makes $5 million. You traded a fourth-round pick for him. If Trey Lance is not the backup quarterback this year, then you'll know they just threw away a fourth-round pick, and they think he can't play. Um. At wide receiver, it's the same. CD's under contract. Brandon Cooks is under contract. Gallup and Tolbert are under contract. Turpin's under contract. Jalen Brooks is under contract. You have all the same guys. You could free up money to spend by releasing Michael Gallup post-June 1. That'd save you $9 million to go do some other things. You can tell me if you're interested in that. I believe I probably am. Although, shout out to the game that he had. Nobody else wanted to do it. So Michael Gallup was like, all right, just throw it to me. Uh, running backs are Rico Dowdle, Hunter Lipke, and Deuce Vaughn. Do we have to do something about that? Mm, probably. I'd be interested to know what they think of Deuce Vaughn right now. Obviously, based on the fact that he didn't play, you would be led one way. But if they thought they had a way that Lipke was going to play, even with everybody healthy, then it makes sense that he's active. I love the tiny running back. I think they're hell to deal with. I love the tiny receiver. I think they're hell to deal with. I want more. I love Zay Flowers. I love Tank Dell. I love the dudes that it is just so hard to tackle, to cover, to do all those things. I can't believe you're trusting Tyron Smith. I'm not trusting him. Be clear. I'm trusting that if he's not here, uh uh-oh, 
Because if he's not here, your left tackle right now, I guess, would be Matt Willetsko. And we don't want to do that. That's not what we want to do. So you keep Tyron and you prioritize a high draft pick or real free agent, not Chuma Idoga style, bringing in more help. They're going to have to turn this offensive line over fairly soon, but Tyron just feels like a career cowboy. And based on the way he played this year, he would get $20 million somewhere. But with his injury history, with the fact that I do believe he's a career cowboy, I think you can have him for eight to 10 million bucks on a one year deal. And when he plays, you'll have a really good left tackle. And when he doesn't, we got to be prepared for that. That's all. That's all. Uh, on defense, currently, what you would have would be Trayvon Diggs and Jerron Bland at corner. And that's it. Jordan Lewis, free agent. Stephon Gilmore, free agent. Other guys on the roster are Nashawn Wright, Eric Scott, Izzy. Will they ever let Izzy play? Dude. Played good when he had a chance in 2022. Just never really got a shot at it, but he's around. You're missing a starting corner. You could bring back Jordan Lewis on the cheap, I bet. Maybe Stephon Gilmore if you want Bland in the slot. Your safeties are Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson. Curse is out of here. You also have Wanye Thomas, who, when he had chances, played some pretty good football. You also have Marquise Bell. You tell me what position you want to consider him, a safety or a linebacker, whatever. I would just consider him the next J. Ron Curse. We're in the right situation. Sure, you could play a safety in the box. But we have found out we don't want to always play safeties in the box. Boy, do we not. Uh, so safety might be okay. Hooker, Wilson, Wanya Thomas. If you call Marquise Bell that. Geno Stone is really my guy in Baltimore. He's going to be a free agent, and he's not a good run stopper, but he's a really nice cover guy that makes plays in passing game. I would love to have Baltimore plays three safeties. Baltimore, we might need to talk about Mike McDonald a little bit. Baltimore's defensive coordinator. I'm on record, right? I love the Shanahan tree of offense because all of them get guys open so easy and make the running game pop just because of the way that they do it and the way that they play design. And it's all really good. Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur. Bobby Slowick. I like all those guys. But when Baltimore plays one of those teams, whew, that should probably be the goal when you're hiring a defensive coordinator or if you wanted a defensive head coach. Just tell me how you do against the Shanahan tree. Dan Quinn, 0-6. Mike McDonald, I don't know the total record, but I know Baltimore smacked San Francisco. And I know Houston couldn't even get within. I don't think they crossed into Baltimore's. I don't think they got past the 25 in the whole game. Woo. 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 Uh, okay. So where was I there? Linebackers for the Cowboys right now. Damone Clark, DeMarvion Overshone. We're going to be careful around here now. We're going to be careful. I don't want to just assume that guys coming off of ACLs are going to like step in and be good, especially if you haven't proven anything outside of training camp in a preseason. I like DeMarvion Overshone. I think he would have helped this team. He's a real linebacker that can run and hit. I think he would have helped this team. And at the moment, he's a starter. But we know, right? We know. We don't have enough linebackers, and we don't have good enough linebackers. To Troy, San Francisco and the Ravens have linebackers. Mm. It's true. You look at those teams up the middle, Oh, boy. 
up the middle is nasty. And it's funny because even as a guy, like some of the stuff the Cowboys have done, they may have gone to too much of an extreme, or you could just say they've missed on too many guys. But I'm one of those people that bought into, like there are the premier positions and there are the less premier positions. But you end up with a dude like Fred Warner and suddenly linebacker is not a non-premier position when he erases the middle of the field in coverage and he raises hell in the run game. Like, what a monster. If you can find a dude like that, you want a dude like that. A defensive tackle, obviously, well, that's become more of a premier position. And when you can get versatile safety play of a guy that can do a lot of things like Kyle Hamilton, boy, you want that. You want that. You want to be good up the middle. The Cowboys are not. Defensive tackle is weak. Linebacker is bad. Safety is meh. Uh, okay, where were we? Yeah, we need help at linebacker. Edge, Micah Parsons, Tank Lawrence. With the guys you're losing, unless you bring them back, Sam Williams is going to play a bunch. Junior Fihoko takes on a role. Chauncey Golston's around to play either D-tackle or defensive end. Defensive tackle, right now it's Osa and Mozzie. And you could count Golston, I guess. You need help at defensive tackle. So what do we need, according to Jeff? Starting left tackle, I do it with Tyron Smith. Starting center. If I'm lucky, I can find that out of maybe Brock Hoffman or TJ Bass on the roster, maybe. Or you bring back Tyler Biotis, I don't know. The only thing is, I don't want to bring back this whole O-line. They couldn't run block to save their lives. And that may be more schematic than talent, but, oh, ah, ah. I need a starting cornerback. Maybe Jordan Lewis is one of those. A little cheapy one or two year deal. Maybe they think Stephon Gilmore, like Stephon Gilmore had a pretty good year. I'm just terrified. I'm terrified of the corner who's getting older and starting to slow down, that the slowdown goes and blows up on you. Jeff, is Mozzie a one-tech or a three-tech next season? He better be a one-tech. He needs to be a nose tackle. He needs to be 330 pounds. But here's the thing, because this is the Cowboys' off-season primer. I can get defensive tackle fixed. I can do it. You just got to do it. We can do it. So, when you're starting corner, starting center, starting left tackle, defensive tackle help, linebacker help, I wouldn't mind wide receiver help. I think Brandon Cooks is okay. I think I would love if Jalen Tolbert accelerated a little bit, and I think Michael Gallup is meh. I would love to have, like, honestly, watching Green Bay, Romeo Dobbs is a player, man. That dude runs routes. He gets separation. Christian Watson, whatever. Guys who can't catch are scary. Um, but... I don't know. I feel like other teams are finding guys just all up and down the draft at wide receiver that are separators, that are route runners, and that when they get to the the guys who get to the Cowboys, it's like, where the hell is my separation? And don't get me wrong, I would love if my coach would scheme that and make that work, but whatever. And we need some depth on the edge. That's what we need. So that's all the things. I do think defensive tackle is the one that I guess this is a good place for my draft take. This is my draft take. It'll never change. If you were to go into the NFL draft and say, I don't trust Tyron. I need a left tackle. We don't have a starting center. Um, my defensive tackle and my linebacker group isn't good enough. 
and like just pick one of them and say, we have to have a linebacker. And at 24 overall, you pick the best linebacker. Your pick probably sucked. It's the wrong way to do it. It's absolutely the wrong way to do it. Uh, what you do is you watch the 23 players picked ahead of you and you do what the Cowboys did when they picked CD lamb. You do what the Cowboys did when they picked Micah Parsons. You go, Oh, okay. The position I wanted to pick isn't going to work out for me. I guess we'll pick our best player. That's how you draft. And so to get ready to draft, you use free agency or trades after the draft. Like you don't have to come out of the draft with your team that's going to play on Sundays. You can draft the best players, which gives you the best chance to get what? The best players. Then you look at your roster and be like, what do we need to move around to plug a gap? And that way we are developing the guys we think are the best players we could find. Vach is here. Hey, Vach. If you don't follow Vach Lombardi, you're doing a bad job of keeping up with the Cowboys. Make sure you do it. It is time, Vach, but you're seven miles ahead of me. So if we want to do something, you're going to have to tell me about the players, and I'll just talk about the Cowboys until I get caught up. I've seen two players, a linebacker from Michigan who I'd take in the second round, maybe third round, definitely, and a corner from Alabama that I would take in the first round in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. And so those are all things. Now, what the rules of drafting is you do not go in and you say, I need this position and I'm going to pick this position because I need this position. That's how you F up a draft. That's how you screw up. That's how you miss. The Cowboys thought that they needed to shore up their run defense. So they picked a nose tackle. The Cowboys thought they didn't have a starting tight end again. I don't know. Like, did they misevaluate the hell out of Ferguson? Or did Mike McCarthy just love him, some fifth-year senior tight end out of Michigan man who was never a starter until his fifth year in college? I don't know. But don't do that. Pick the best player. The dudes that we could have. No, Texas. Now, don't get me wrong. I have seen Texas football this year. I haven't watched them like that yet. I love both their D tackles. Byron Murphy in the first round. Yup. Sweat, the giant dude in the first round. Maybe he'll let you know. Guys who don't provide much pass rush, I'm scared of in the first round, but we'll see. We'll see. Then all these teams taking QB are just dumb. No, QB is the end-all, be-all. It's the most important thing on planet Earth, and that's why teams who are really trying to invest in quarterback go up for their quarterback. They don't sit there and wait and see if he's going to make it. They've decided that somebody's a guy, and they go get him. If you don't have a quarterback, you're dead. Quarterback lives in its own world. Positional value is just so much higher than everything else that it exists in its own world. But other than that, if you pick at 24th and you pick your 34th best player available because he plays a position of need, you have effed that pick off. And you might get lucky, but you have effed that pick off because with the way the draft goes, Vach will tell you this, team screwed up. You'll pick at 24 and you'll have your 16th best player available. Pick him. That's what you do. You pick him. So, like the Cowboys have a Desperate need at defensive tackle, right? My God, we got to pick one. We got to pick one. No, we don't. No, you don't. You can sign. The biggest names are like Chris Jones and Justin Matabike and Baltimore. But you can go down and you can find guys that are solid NFL players or good NFL players. And you sign them. And you're not forced to pick anything. So you go sign DJ Reader. 
Cincinnati's D tackle. 330, 340-pound run stopper. He'll be 30 soon, but he is still a really good player. You go sign Grover Stewart, Indianapolis D tackle. You go sign Christian Wilkins, Leonard Williams, Sheldon Rankins. You go sign a guy. And you don't force yourself to go pick the guy. Um, what if the best player at 24 is a quarterback? I can pick, oh, I'll pick him. I'll pick him. Look, I don't worship at the altar of Dak Prescott. I just speak the truth about football. It's really, really, really hard for an NFL team to just intentionally walk away from a top, what, what is indisputable, top 10 quarterback in the NFL. It's really hard for teams to do that. It's hard. Now, if you thought that you found the right guy at the right spot and you want to try it, that's fine. But I just, everybody has to keep in mind, we're saying Dak's not good enough in the playoffs, right? Shout out to my guy, Daniel, Cowboy Stats and Graphics on X. If the idea is that Dak's not good enough in the playoffs, then we would say, okay, that's why I need to find a new quarterback, and that's why I'll pick one at number 24 overall. What percentage of first-round picks do you think have had more NFL success just in terms of efficiency, stats, just the way they play football, than Dak only in the postseason where we think he's bad? The answer is 80% of the first-round quarterbacks in their careers are worse than Dak is in the playoffs where you think he sucks. It's like the idea that it's just give me anything else and we'll do better than Dak. Probably not. You would just have to say, no, I'm just good here. Like, I'm done with him, and I don't care. I want a cheap guy. We'll see what happens, and I'm willing to go into the abyss. And I get it. I do. I don't want to go into the abyss. I want to reload, retool, try to be better up the middle on defense, try to refine a running game. The Cowboys had it rough this year because if you zoomed out and you said, what were the Cowboys good at this year? The answer was Dak throwing to CD. The last month and a half of the season, you were bad pass defense. You were a bad run defense. Your pass protection was meh. Your run blocking was bad. They won 12 games because Dak threw to CD and bought time in the pocket and extended plays. That's why you won 12 games. And I get it. Nobody likes to hit the ceiling and say, this sucks, I'm not having fun. You want to do something different. And that's cool. Jeff, the postseason is the most important thing from C Black and the Super Chat. It is. It's the only thing that matters. Well, getting there is obviously part of it. A lot of teams would love to be getting there every year. I loved, I would have loved to have been a Cincinnati fan when the Cowboys couldn't make the playoffs and they made it every year. You just have to do better when you get there. And that's hard and people hate it. And I get it. If you want to move on from the quarterback, cause you just say, cause I'm done and we'll just see what happens. I get it. I'm not going to fight you. I would keep the quarterback and keep swinging, but I get it. And I get it. If you just say, I hope to find okay or good quarterback play. Um, for cheaper and just try to do it a different way. That's fine. But I probably need to upgrade Mike McCarthy to do that. I need Kyle Shanahan in here. Cause you know who would be amazing at running Shanahan's offense? Dak. He's just a better processor, better pre-snap and post-snap, more accurate thrower than Purdy. He is in the same way as Brock Purdy. Like what the only thing Dak is missing is your freak stuff. The Josh Allen stuff. I can be turned this way, running this way, and I've got the arm to do this, or I'm going to break off a 60-yard run. Like, oh, He's missing the superhero stuff. 
And it's weird that people don't realize what Dak is, or too many people don't realize what Dak is. They think that he's somehow can't read a defense or get past his first read or whatever. It's the exact opposite of who Dak is. Dak would throw 50 touchdowns for Kyle Shanahan, and they'd win the Super Bowl by 30. That's what would happen. Because he's a better version of what you're getting, where what you're asking is identify the defense, set your protections, read the field properly, deliver the ball accurately, and on time, bang. Dak would be a beast there. Why not Trey Lance and move on from Dak? You could try it. You could try it. So anyway, yeah, linebackers, same thing as defensive tackle. What you do is, let me flip over to my linebackers. What you do is you don't just say, I need a linebacker, and therefore I'm going to use the 24th pick on a linebacker. What you do is you call either Frankie Louvu of Carolina, who is a really nice downhill player, not really a coverage guy, but you want to come downhill and thump, you sign him. You sign Levante David to a one-year deal. You sign Patrick Queen to a massive deal. You sign Jordan Brooks or Bobby Wagner. What you do is you sign a guy, and then you're ready to draft. You don't go into the draft and say, this is the position I need. Why do you think Dak is so bad in the playoffs then, Jeff? I know he's great in the regular season. Mm, I really don't want to do this today. Dak's not really bad in the playoffs. He had a terrible San Francisco game, a not good San Francisco game. I will call, I'm going to get yelled at for this, for even waffling on this year's game. I'll call it not good, but just keep in mind, you can watch when it's like, oh, yeah, sure, once the game was over, he did this and he did that. When the game was over, what did Jalen Hurts do? It is not, you do not freely get to score 30-something points. It's not how it goes. When Jalen Hurts and the Eagles were dead, the defense got to tee off and they were more dead. It does not get easier to quarterback. It gets harder because they know for a fact that you're in a must-pass situation the entire game, and they get to tee off. Those weren't free points. Baltimore was in a tough game for over half of the football game against the Texans before their offense got their footing, and their defense let that happen, and it be okay. Brock Purdy didn't play well. His defense made that be okay, and they still got to win. So, like, I think Dak's performances have been a lot of slow starts and uneven, and against teams that are better than you, he hasn't played well enough. Like, I, I could be critical of Dak, the playoff quarterback, so far in his career, but the idea that he just sucks at it is just wrong. Formula, pick our first two picks right now, Captain Trade Down. Oh, my God. But I just got through my speech that I don't want to pick based on position. But just knowing what they need at the moment, depending on how the board falls, the Cowboys would probably do dumb Cowboy stuff again and pick non-premier positions and go defensive tackle linebacker. And that might be okay if the player is the right player and he's high enough in your rankings and you love him enough. That might be the right play. Um, O-line first round. Explain Bass and Hoffman. What do you mean explain them? How are we going to throw to receivers when Dak is running for his life? You just got to re-sign Tyron and your offensive line is the same. You got to find a center. They do have a lot of holes on both sides of the ball. They got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do for sure. And it'll require, if you want to have a decent shot at anything next year, what it'll require is the Cowboys going a little bit outside of their comfort zone and doing the same thing they did going into this season, but do it even a little bit more. 
They push back money on guys that they shouldn't have that's going to cost them money later. They traded picks for veterans. You need to spend real money in free agency on your defensive line and your linebacker core. And then you need to draft well. And you got to figure out which guys you're bringing back. Tyron should be part of that. Those are the things that you got to do. How do they view the center? I don't know. I don't think Tyler Biotis is the kind of guy you bring back just because of where you are, how much money you have. That seems like a spot that I would try to replace cheaper. And maybe they like one of their guys internally. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, they have a lot of work to do. Whispers our Cowboys will be bigger players in free agency this year. What do you say to that? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Jerry Jones is the wild card. He's always been the wild card. He'll always be the wild card. If Jerry Jones views, like they overreact to things. It's what they Cowboys do. Remember in the offseason when we were going to run the ball and lean on the defense because our quarterback throws too many picks? That was the Cowboys overreacting to something that wasn't real. Then they decided that their run defense was an issue, and so they used a first-round pick on a nose tackle. Like They will overreact to things. And in this case, it may not be an overreaction. It might just be a reaction. And if your reaction is, uh-uh, I need real beef on that D-line. Cowboys could sign Chris Jones. Unless you're trying to get rid of Dak, then we might run out of money. But if you can restructure him or extend him, then you can sign Chris Jones and Patrick Queen. You can do that. No problem. And you deal with it later. That's what a lot of teams do. You just move it and you move it and you move it. And as long as you have money in the bank, you can just keep moving it and keep moving it, keep moving it, keep moving it. And sure, there'll be hiccups when guys who you've moved their money around uh, can't play anymore and you got to get rid of them. That'll hurt. And then you're just going to move other people's money. You just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And you can do that. Not as well as not as much as some people pretend like the cap's not real people, but you can move stuff around. What are the chances Bobby Slowick, Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald don't get head coach jobs this year and next year we get one of them and McCarthy is fired? That'd be nice. The only thing I wonder about that is I wouldn't cutting Dak after. If you cut Dak, it would be after June 1st. If you cut Dak and you just did it that way, you would save it's 25 or 30 million. You would owe him 25 or 30 million against the cap this year. And then next year, guess what? You would owe that same 25 or 30. And I believe there's a void year there. So you'd actually owe him 50 and he wouldn't be here. He bent you over a barrel because you didn't sign him early enough. I know you love them, but I'm guessing you're not in favor of Vach and Steele's view of put Mike at off-ball linebacker. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Did I miss a super chat? See black. Let me see. Golf love Mayfield played this weekend. No need for Dak to eat up 20 to 25% of the cap. Well, yeah, well, Mayfield won with them eating $80 million in dead money. They didn't even want Baker's a $3 million quarterback for them. Yeah, there's all sorts of ways to do this. Ultimately, what happens is either you play well on that day or your team is better than their team on that day. Before yesterday, Lamar Jackson was 1-3 in, in the playoffs. I'll take him all day, every day. Give me the best quarterbacks, and we're going to try our best to figure it out. That's my thing. Uh, you can play around with – look, I, I'm fine. If you think that on downs where you think that it's 50-50 or more, that it could be a rundown, and you want to put Micah there, just know if they call a pass play, it was a bad idea. If they call a run play, it was a great idea. That's Micah at linebacker. And on any down that is second and seven or more, third and four or more, 
first and 15 or more, the elite pass rusher better be rushing the passer. Um, and so that's our offseason plan. Our offseason plan is really prepare yourself to draft. I will say this. I want to say this is about Mike and CD, who I love because they're great players. Well, if we're talking about the mentals on offense, are we talking about the right guy? Or should we talk about the guy that spends a lot of time needing somebody to go over to him while he's by himself in his sads and pouting and is mad because a quarterback threw a out-up stop or whatever they want to call that route that didn't go to the side of his body that he wanted it on and therefore you suck. Catch the ball, all pro. Um, and Micah's body language sucks. But anyway, they're also amazing players, and so you don't worry about it. You just go play football. That's it. Jeff will Bass be center next year? Maybe. It's possible. Him and Hoffman? Maybe. All right, I think I'm going to peace out. I'm good. Let's go watch football, everybody. Let's go watch the other teams. Adopt one of the other teams if you hate the Cowboys. But anyway, that's a little off-season primer. It's where we stand. It's what they need. It's how they should do it. Bring back Tyron. Maybe bring back one of your out-of-contract corners. Use free agency for linebacker and defensive tackle. Uh, and then go draft. And draft the best players. It'll be great. This is my chicken tender hat, freak Jesus. I don't know if you can read it. There you go. I'll just have the chicken tenders. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.